Superhumans, the podcast that explores what makes people tick and how to program this brain of ours to do what we want it to do. I'm your host, Kim Flynn, and today we're going to talk to Rachel Rampton, and uh, we have a fun one for you today. She has a full story. Uh, I think it's a story of redemption, honestly, Rachel. It's talking about how she crashed and burned in her life. And I know a little bit about that right now. <laughs> a lot of you do too. I post COVID. It's been a tough time the past couple of years. She's talk- She's going to tell our story of, uh, of how she pulled herself out of that hard time and used movement to set her life back on fire in a good way. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, how she lost her marriage, her dream, and how she regained uh, her passion for life again and recreated her dream life. So welcome, Rachel. Excited to have you here. Let me actually introduce Rachel as well. Um, Rachel is a fitness and nutrition expert. She's the owner of The Rock and Body and creator of Girl on Fire Empire. She does daily videos from her treadmill. She started her journey losing over 50 pounds and learned to keep it off and now teaches others to do the same. She hasn't just lost weight, but is in really in incredible shape as well. Um, So welcome, Rachel. A word from our sponsor before we get started as well. Habits for Humans is brought to you by Card Salad, a health and wellness company that teaches you how to program your brain using systems and habits. So you know how everyone wants to eat healthy, but if you don't meal plan, your refrigerator is not full of the foods that you need to eat. So what we did is we created a meal planning done for you system. It starts out with really healthy Uh, full, delicious, hearty food and gradually gets a little bit leaner and lighter. So you never feel like you're on a diet. If you're used to eating takeout food and uh, freezer fare now, you'll just jump straight in. We'll meet you where you're at and you'll gently, gently uh, move to lighter and lighter fare. Um, So we do all the meal planning for you. It comes with a menu board you hang on your refrigerator and then menu cards or sorry, recipe cards that you put on your menu boards. You always know what's for dinner and you always have the ingredients you need in the refrigerator to prepare it. So super excited to welcome Rachel here today. Rachel, we always start with your number one habit to manage your own mental wellness. What is a practice that you do to manage the stress of daily life? (laughs) Um, Thank you. And I'm going to say movement. I get up every day and the very first thing that I'm doing is 30 minutes at least. I just tell myself 30 minutes, just go walk on the treadmill. It just opens my mind, gets everything moving. I feel a lot better. My body doesn't hurt. I love it. That's my daily habit. All right, let's get into the juice. Let's get into the good stuff here, Rachel. (laughs) We want to be uh, voyeurs to your crash and burn. (laughs) There's some sick part of people. Actually, I don't think it's the sick part. I think it's the part that we like resonate with. We're like, yes, me too. I'm struggling too, you know? So when we hear these crash and burn stories, uh, we just resonate with them and we want to, we want to hear more. Sometimes just hearing other people's struggle helps us feel uh, heard and connected and, and like we can pull ourselves out of this. So talk to us about your life before crash and burn. Um, you had all your dreams. T- talk to us about that. Yeah. So, you know, I started doing like mindset coaching and getting into stuff like Tony Robbins and all that stuff where you start to believe that you can create your life. Right. And you, you, you go on this path and, and it was like actually working, you know, I had started my second marriage and I was like, 
I can, I can actually create a dream life. I can have this, I can have this and this and this. And so it's all about mindset and taking action and all this stuff. And so I dove right in with the tools that I learned and I created a life I loved. I had the dream house. We built our dream home in Willard and it was so amazing. It was right by the lake and on the other side was Willard Peak. It was just amazing. I loved it. Um, we had the boat. We had the cars. I drove a Hummer, um, which is not economical at all, but it is so fun. <laughs> and built the dream life of having my baby, the gym. I loved waking up and just owning my own gym. And so I had the house, I had the car, I had the boat, I had the marriage. I had like kids were on fire. Like everything was amazing. And, and then, it was just epic. Yeah. Uh, I love that you're like, uh, cause usually you find Tony Robbins, I don't say usually, but sometimes you find Tony Robbins or the whole self-development world after you've had the crash and burn, you found it before and you figured, okay, I'm on this dream life path. This will be the rest of my life. Uh, and then, and then what happened? Um, and then I realized I just, my marriage wasn't what I wanted it to be. And we wanted different goals. So it wasn't like it was a bad thing. We just wanted different goals. And so I chose out and through that. Um, Can you tell us, Rachel, what were the goals that you wanted? What did you want? Did you want to continue down the road of the car, the boat, the Hummer, the house, or what, what other different goals did you want? Yeah, I'm a person. I really love expanding. So I love the challenge. I love like growing, expanding, wanting more. I'm a person that's always going to want more. I'm grateful for what I have, but I love accelerating. I love that climb. I love like that achievement of doing more, having more, being more, serving more. Like I love all of that. And my husband at the time was just like, can you just like simmer down? <laughs> like, I just want to have vacations and like go to work, have vacations. And I was just like that, that's just not the life that I am meant to have. I'm meant to freaking thrive. I'm meant to have all these amazing things and be all these amazing things and serve at a level that I'm not serving yet. And so I just, I don't know, I guess chase the dream or I, I don't know what you call it, but I'm always wanting to ac accelerate. I'm always wanting to up level. So do you mind if I dig in here a little bit? Cause I'm so interested. Do you mind if I be really nosy here? Yeah. Um, okay. So you're on this path. You've already gotten all the stuff, right? And you've probably found out by that point, oh, stuff doesn't really fill those voids for me. Right. And so when you're talking about um, wanting more, uh, was it uh, now you wanted a jet? Now you wanted three vacation homes. Like what is the more that you wanted? The more is just, this sounds so silly, but being in front of people and impacting other people more, like being able to be that vessel where I get to, like, it was like, we had our gym and I wanted to help more people. It was like, I could only help, you know, a hundred to 200 people. But if I could bottle up that confidence and that strength that people get when they come in here and then they feel so good. And if I could help other women and men at the time I was training men too, like if I could help other people do that, 
that's going to change families. When people feel good, it changes how you interact with other people. It changes how you interact with your family. It changes you as a mom. It changes you like all of that. And I just, I wanted more people to be able to feel that. And in order for me to help that, I have to become bigger. I have to put myself out there more. I have to, I don't like using the word have to, I get to, I get to do those things. And which means putting yourself more in the spotlight. Okay. That makes sense. So you wanted bigger impact. You wanted a bigger stage. Um, that makes sense. That that's what the bigger piece was that you wanted. That's, that was the more that you wanted. Um, hubby wasn't on board. Um, he wanted a more quiet life and you were like, no, I want to get out there and do my thing. And so you decided you were going to move on from that, not a fit. And what happened next? (laughs) Um, I lost everything. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Tell us about that. Yeah. It's so humbling and also puts you into a space of, yeah, realizing the things aren't everything right? Um, so I lost my gym. I, um, so I no longer had a job. (laughs) I no longer had a job. I no longer had a purpose. Like everything that I was working for no longer lived in the same home. Um, just everything. It just crumbled completely down almost. It, It was funny because I, I'm the one that chose that right? I'm the one that said, nope, I want this. And then I just went down to the bottom. The, the ultimate irony. And I so resonate with this because, uh, I feel like my life is the ultimate irony as well. I was a business coach and consultant showing people how to grow a business. And then I had to close my doors. Like it's the ultimate irony, right? Same thing with you. Um, if I may, you wanted impact, you wanted to have a bigger stage. And so you took away any kind of impact that you had, you took away any kind of stage that you had. (laughs) Isn't it funny how we orchestrate our lives to give us exactly what we actually don't want, but need (laughs) so funny to me. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I'm laughing at your pain just because I'm so resonating. (laughs) All right. So you lost everything. Talk to us about, uh, and you're going to hate me for this question. What was the low? What was the low of the low? What was the vomiting on the side of side of the gutter moment for you? What was that story? Um, I'm getting chills and I'm probably going to (laughs) cry. Um, so the low was I was living in an unfinished basement and I would wake up and I was like, I don't even know what to do right now. I don't know what to do. I would wake up. I had the purpose of my kids. Right. So I would get up and take them to school and then I would crawl back into bed. And then I would make sure that I would get up and get ready. If they got out at two 30, I was like, okay, I got to get up at two, splash some water on my face, take a shower, like look like I'm functioning and then go pick them up, be a mom, whatever. And I would do that day in and day out. And it lasted for a couple of weeks. And then I just was like, okay, I'm in this unfinished basement. I went for my dream home it's cold. It's dark. There's spiders. I'm showering with spiders. (laughs) And it was such this weird place because I was super, I was sad and depressed, but I also had this gratitude that this angel had let me stay in her basement. Like it was like this conflicting war inside of me where I was like, okay, Rach, you're, (laughs) you're still being blessed. 
you're still being blessed and it's not really what this isn't the life that you're meant for. Right. And so it was just really, really hard. I went back to my old gym that I left to create my new one and asked for my job back. She took me with open arms. So again, the blessings, I'm going to cry because even through the pain, like all the blessings still show up. You still have your angels guiding you. You still have support. You just get to make the choice, right? You just get to make the choice and decide that you're not going to stay in that situation. You're going to ask for help. And sometimes being in your most humble position place is the thing that forces you to ask for help. So that was the turnaround for you. Then you were, um, uh, I love the juxtaposition again to, I've got it figured out. I'm living the Tony Robbins plan. I have all my dreams. I have the right mindset. I want more. I want impact. I want to be on a bigger stage to I'm showering with spiders and I'm incredibly grateful and I'm incredibly humble. Um, what a beautiful turnaround. It's like uh, life needed to, uh, or you or your angels, whatever you want to call that needed to needed to check the foundation and, and implant some humility and some gratitude. Loving this. Thank you so much for sharing. So then you chose to not stay, but instead to ask for help, you went back uh, and humbled yourself to go back to your original gym um, and asked for a job. Is this the gym that you owned? Did you go back to the gym that you owned? Okay, no. No, no, this is the gym I originally started in. Um, I got my personal training certificate. I had been with them for like five, seven, five to seven years. I can't remember exactly. Um, and then was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> I want to go do my own now. So, yeah. So then you were back there and talk to us about what you did to pull yourself out of this uh, slump period. Yeah. So that one thing was like, okay, it gave me purpose to get ready and go be with people. Right. Um, But before I started that job, I was like, okay, well, I'm still in a space that I can't even barely function. Like I'm going to bed. And so I was like, I knew for me the tool that works for me is moving my body. It's the last thing you want to do when you feel like crap. You don't want to get ready. You don't want to go into a gym, but I knew if I could just get to a class and move my body, at least I would feel good for a couple of hours. So I started every day. I just made a rule for myself. I was going to get up and I went to a spin class and I don't even like spin usually. But I I knew that the room would be dark, so I didn't really have to talk to anybody. There would be great loud music. I could fake it if I couldn't make it through the whole class because I could sit in the back and nobody knows how hard you're you're pumping your legs, right? Like you can just put it on the lowest resistance. So I was like, I could make it through a whole class even if I didn't want to be there. And I knew from previous experience and being an instructor myself that the instructor would motivate me. She would give me the positivity that I needed just to fuel my mind again. And my body would be moving. So I would be open to receive and I would be open to feeling good. Um, I wrote down those principles here. Um, I think there's something really powerful here. You said the room would be dark. (laughs) So if our listeners or viewers are, are saying, how do I pull myself out of this hard spot? 
uh, find a place where you can almost half show up. Like you don't have to be bells on and, and all glamorous. How do you half show up? Um, you could fake it <laughs> again. That's a half show up principle, right? Which in Tony Robbins land is like a negative and in real human life is such a positive. It's like, if we, if we can't show up with bells and whistles and all bedazzled, can we show up with just as we are faking it and in the dark? Um, and then you said loud music. Uh, you didn't have to talk to anyone. You didn't have to engage. You, <laughs> you again, could almost half show up. This is the principle I'm hearing here. And then you had a mentor and instructor to help you there. I have to share with uh, my experience really quickly as well. When my business closed, I know that devastation place that you're in of like, wh what is my purpose now? Um, that was such a huge blow. Um, that I thought we could avoid all the way up into the very end. And I decided to shut my doors, not decided we had to shut our doors about three days before we did that. Anyway, it was pretty brutal. It was, it was hitting a brick wall at 90 miles an hour. And um, when, when that happened, I, I didn't even know what to do. I just sat on the couch. I, I could not even process. And my version of your spin instructor was my sister. She came to stay with us and she's always been a little bit of a workaholic, which works great for me. And so she was down in my office working away on our computer and I would just come down with her and sit <laughs> and take my computer out. And I'm like, oh, this is how to do things. <laughs> half showing up, I think is such an important principle. Give yourself permission to be in the dark and faking it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I love that story about you because it is, it is like that. It is that thing where you're just like, I don't know what to do, but I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to follow along for a minute, you know, and I need some training wheels. Well. Yeah. Okay. So then you started going to the spin class and then from there, what was your journey? From there, um, just getting myself into a more positive state. It was just like, okay, now this is, this is what I love is that's when I created Girl on Fire because I was like, no, this is who I choose to be. This is who I'm going to be. I have the tools inside of me. I have this fire and I'm the only one that can keep standing up. And I can build it again. I can build what I want again. And so just going to the classes every day, keeping in that movement, and then just choosing that mindset of like, you know what? You put on that Wonder Woman cape when you don't feel like it. Like Beyonce has Sasha Fierce, right? You, you create that alter ego and you step in. And that's where I was just like, okay, I am a girl on fire. I have epic relationships with my kids. I have... Like, and I just started acting as if kind of like that, fake it till you make it. But it's, it's a choosing from moment to moment to decide. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to have this class. I'm a personal trainer. I'm going to have this class and I'm going to show up. Like I have a hundred people in there. I'm going to show up. Like they have paid a hundred thousand dollars for to be in that space so that I can give them all of me, but I can't give them all of me if I'm like sitting here like this, I can't give them all of me if I'm not showing up as the power that I am. And we all have it inside of us. I love that. Um, so a more positive state, listen to your, uh, well, I notice anyway, the change in your voice when you talk about 
um, that girl on fire and the passion, it's almost anger. It's like, no, I have got this. <laughs> Did you feel that pre, pre crash and burn? No, I, I feel like I felt more like flowy and <laughs> it wasn't like a power. I think that there's a difference between the power that you already resonate as you are and the power of getting back up. Like there's a warrior, but also feminine, right? There's a warrior and goddess version of you. The power is already there, but it's like when you're not having to fight so hard, you have that goddess, you have that essence, you have that beauty because you're, you're already in the being part of it. Whereas the warrior part comes out because it's the passion, the power you're, I don't want to use the word fight, but like, yeah, you're fighting for that person that you are, you're tapping in, you're building, you're sharpening your iron, right? And then as you get there, as you feel more on top of things, it's like, okay, here I am. I get to stand in this and I get to be, and I get to love on everybody that's in my space. It's so interesting to me. And I just want to explore this with you for a second. Um, I keep putting myself into your story and uh, making it about me. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I resonate again. Um, I, my experience was I went from warrior um, where I have always been strong, confident, courageous, and no nonsense, right? I went from that energy into post-collapse into no, what is it that I really want? How do I love on people better? Um, and how do I flow with life better? It's kind of like I had warrior and I needed to learn flow. And it, it feels like you're opposite. You had flow and you needed to learn warrior. What do you think about that? Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I love that. Anal I never thought of it that way. I love that analogy. I, I totally believe that. My husband now tells me, he's like, you're just so bouncy, happy, like Disney fantasy land person. That is how I am naturally. And so, yeah, I had to develop the structure, the discipline, the warrior, the fight, the, all of that, because you do, you need both. You yeah. need that warrior, that feminine, like it, we are both. Yeah. We and that both. goes for men or women, uh, mm -hmm. your masculine side and your feminine side have to come together. And it feels like from our stories, if I am playing all in masculine, life is going to smack me upside the head and say, there's actually this really beautiful piece of life that you're missing out on. And same thing with the, if you're living all in feminine, there's a really cool, powerful piece of life that you're missing out on. Oh, such, such good um, insights here I'm having. I love it. Same journey. And we had to be more balanced. That's kind of what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. All right. So from there, you're in your spin class, you're embracing this inner warrior who's not afraid to get mad and get passionate and stake her claim and, and, uh, and show up in that masculine place. Um, talk to me about how that led into what you're doing now. Yeah. Um, so I, I loved actually working in the gym, working with women. Um, the gym that I worked at was primarily women. Um, well, it was women. It was called Lady Fitness. So it was women. Um, and then COVID happened. <laughs> so there we go, smack in the face again. No, before COVID, I started working, um, pulling some of my stuff online. 
And because I was like, okay, I want to help more than just this, this space, right? I want to be able to help more people. Um, but because of COVID, which I love, it was more like, what do I actually want my life to be like? Do I want to get up at 4am every day? No freaking way. Not if I don't have to. Right. And so I started creating like the online space where people could work with me that way. Um, and it's just so freaking awesome. Like, it's so awesome because you, I think COVID did this for a lot of people, actually, it revamped what was really important to you. We realized we don't have to keep our lives so busy with everything, you know, and have to do all the have to do's, you know? And so now just from a space, I really went into nutrition, even more nutrition coaching. Um, and that's really fantastic. But not only that, now it's like nutrition, exactly what I create, what I created for myself. I was like epic marriage. I want an epic marriage. I want epic relationships with my kids. I want to be able to communicate. I want to be able to, um, like just light myself on fire. I get to empower myself every day. And how do I get to teach other people to do that? I'm just going to bring them along with me. Right. And, and it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to have other people and meet other soul sisters and, and brothers. I primarily work with women. There's still men, the men that come to me. I'm like, I freaking love them so much. And now I can do it with my husband because he's a bodybuilder too. So it's fun. Um, but it's just, it's so awesome to connect with other people and build communities with other people because all of us are amazing. And when we connect with each other and build on each other's gifts, we all rise and our communities are better. Everything. Awesome. Tell us about your giveaway. I know you're doing an invitation to Facebook group for challenges. Talk to us more about that. Yeah. So we have the rock and body community group. And it's just a free Facebook group where we share tips, tricks. Um, we do challenges every single month just to get people engaged in their health. And um, sometimes it's a water challenge. Sometimes it's a fitness challenge. Sometimes it's like what a nutrition challenge. We just want people to stay engaged in their health throughout the whole entire year. I love it. Uh, watch for that in the show notes. There's going to be links to her Facebook group so you can get an invitation there and take her up on all of those challenges and uh, living. I love the word epic that you use, uh, <laughs> living an epic life, having an epic marriage, epic health, epic passion. As we wrap things up, a reminder that the goal of this podcast is to program your brain to start instilling systems and habits into your daily life so you can be epic, <laughs> just like the lovely Rachel. It's not about what you know, it's about what you do, starting one very small step at a time. We also have a giveaway from our sponsor, Card Salad. Go to habitsforhumans.com, find Rachel's uh, podcast on there and sign up for a free seven-day Eat Real Foods Challenge. Seven days of recipes, done for you shopping list, and your meal planning is totally done for you for the week. Uh, thanks for joining us, Rachel, and thanks to our listeners. This is Habits for Humans, the podcast that teaches you how to program your brain to maximize your potential. And thank you also in advance for giving us a positive review. Thanks, everyone. Bye.